This podcast is brought to you by Friends of Compassion Podcast. precious blood of Jesus Christ. Let us open our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Let's look at verse 20. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And God says again, let's go to 1 Peter 1. 1 Peter 1, chapter 1, verse 19. You were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. Let me take it again. You were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. This speaks how God sees you. These two verses, they talk of how God sees you and how expensively he bought you. Not with silver, or with gold that perishes, but with the blood of his own son. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. See yourself the way God sees you. God sees you precious. That's why he bought you expensively with the blood of his son. See yourself like that. Let's go again to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 1 3, verse 45 to verse 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking seeking beautiful pearls or treasure. Who this merchant? Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. You are that beautiful pearl. You are that beautiful gem. And Jesus is the merchant and he sold his precious life to buy you. You were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. You were bought at a price. The one who believes that Jesus paid with his blood to save him becomes a new creation instantly. And he becomes God's treasure instantly. If God gave you his best, what does that make you? In Romans 8 verse 32, please let me quote this. He, talking about God, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? God loves and treasures his son Jesus Christ. And God has put us in his son. Yes, we are in Christ. The Bible says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. All have become new. We are in Christ. We, we are accepted in Christ. We are accepted in the beloved. 
please let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 to verse 7. To the praise of the glory of his grace. <laughs> Isn't this beautiful? To the praise of the glory of his grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the beloved, who in Christ, in the beloved. Verse 7. In him, in Christ, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins or the remission of sins according to the riches of his grace. Today, if you have received Jesus Christ, today, God sees you as a treasure. And that is why he sent his son Jesus Christ, because he sees you valuable. You are God's treasure. And because you are God's treasure, you have become his responsibility. He is responsible for you. He is your Lord. You are not the one to take care of yourself. You don't belong to you anymore. You belong to him. He is your Lord. And the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. So it is his duty. It is his responsibility to take care of you. No need to be afraid or worried about life. No need to be fearful. No need to be afraid of anything. No need to be worried about life or anything. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to verse 7, this is what he says to you. He says, be anxious for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Have no anxiety about anything. If the Lord tells me to be anxious for nothing, since he said I should be anxious for nothing, I can say I am anxious for nothing. If he tells me to be careful for nothing, I can say I am careful for nothing. Yes, people might say I am careless, but God says I should be careful for nothing. Therefore, I am careful for nothing. If he tells me to have no anxiety about anything, I can say because God says I should have no anxiety about anything, therefore, I have no anxiety about anything. And then he goes on with this verse. But in everything, by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God which surpasses all the human understanding shall guard your hearts and mind through our Lord Jesus Christ he has given us his word no need to worry no need to be afraid no need to be careful about anything in life he says again in 1 Peter 5 verse 7, Casting all your cares. What is eating you up? Casting all your worries, your anxieties, your concerns. Casting them all upon him. And he gives a reason. The reason is because he cares for you. Because you are his treasure. He cares for you affectionately. And cares about you watchfully. Can you believe that God thinks about you? Can you believe that? That's what treasures do to their owners. 
treasures. That is what they do to their owners. It makes the owner to think about them all the time. Treasures. God owns you because he bought you with the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. He owns you. He is your owner. He is your Lord. And he is thinking about you all the time. He said, I know the plans. I know the thoughts that I have for you. Plans to help you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. And plans not to harm you. These are his thoughts for you. It pleased God to crush Jesus Christ just for you. In Isaiah 53 verse 10 NIV, and I read, Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. I want you to see something here. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him. For who? For you. It was the Lord's will to cause him to suffer. For you. The Lord made his life an offering for sin. For you. What is the reason? Because you are dear to God. It was God's love that crushed Jesus for you. God's love for you is not a general love, but a special personal love. What you need to do is to believe in that love. The Bible says we have known and believed the love that God has for us. I believe that is 1 John 4 verse 16. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. We have known and believed the love that God has for us. Satan, he hands down those who are precious to God. He is seeking to destroy. He goes about seeking whom he may destroy. I believe in Peter, in Peter, 1 Peter 5 verse 8, this is what God says. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, seeking whom he may destroy. But God says, resist him steadfast in the faith. The Bible says again, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yes, you have the power to resist him. In the name of Jesus Christ, you resist him and he will flee from you. The Bible gives us an illustration of this, how the devil seeks to hunt those who are precious to God with lies, with lies. This is one of his tactics. He, he, he lies to God's people. He lies to those who are precious to God. He lies. In Numbers chapter 13 and verse 14, this was the time Israel had sent 12 spies to search out the promised land. When the spies returned after 40 days, Ten of them planted three lies in the hearts of God's people. Ten. Ten. Ten of the spies, the majority, 
planted three lies. Say lies in the hearts of God's people. Number one, the first lie. There are too many people in the land. They are too strong for us. That was the first lie. The second lie. The cities are walled too high. The strongholds are impregnable. That was the second lie. The third lie. There are giants in the land and we are no match for them. We are helpless. We are finished. Isn't this quite familiar with our lives sometimes, how we see things in life? Please look at this here. What they said was right in the natural. They reported what they saw. But God said what they said or what they spoke or whatever they said or the report they gave to their people were evil reports. They gave evil reports. And how does God see evil reports? To God, evil reports is saying something opposite what he has said. In the natural, they were right. They said what they saw, but opposite what God had told them. And so they were lies. Anytime we say something opposite the word of God, we are lying. Okay, hear me out, okay? I say this humbly, okay? Anytime we say something opposite the word of God, we are lying. God has already redeemed us from sickness and diseases. If I say I am sick, I'm lying. Why? It is opposite what God has said. God says that he has blessed me with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If I say I am poor, I'm lying. God said, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. These lies that they put across to the Israelites, these lies made the Israelites fearful. It brought fear. The people endured the night of despair. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried. And the people wept that night. Why? They have heard lies. More than two to three million people were weeping, wailing, moaning. The reason was this. They focused completely on their weaknesses and inabilities. That is what Satan does. He makes you shift your attention to yourself. What you have, what you don't have. He makes you shift your focus from Jesus Christ who is the author and finisher of our faith, he makes you to shift your focus from him to yourself, your weaknesses, your inabilities. And then when you see yourself like that, you feel vulnerable. You feel you're not able to do the task or you feel weak. The devil still lies to God's people today. He does that. He whispers. Probably he can whisper like this. What you just did now, God won't forgive you. Can't you see that your trials and temptations are too overwhelming? He might even tell you, you are too weak to resist the power coming against you. He's lying. 
The Bible says in him, in Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He's saying that God will forgive me when God has already forgiven you. He's saying your trials and temptations are too overwhelming. It's a lie. Why? Because if God is for you, who can be against you? In the natural, they may look overwhelming, but to God they are not. That is why it's a lie. You are too weak to resist the power coming against you. Oh, the Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And when we believe, God's power is for us. God's power is on our behalf. We are not weak. We are not weak. We are not weak at all. He's lying. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are not weak. The Lord is the strength of our lives. We are not weak. No, not at all. We are strong in the Lord. The Lord said, you shall receive power, ability, dynamis. You shall receive ability when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. When the Holy Spirit came, strength came. That's no weakness that came. It's lying. The word that God spoke to Israel is also for us today. The Lord gave them a special word. And I want us to read this from our own Bible. I want us to see this. Even before they let us look at this. This this was given to them before God gave them the law. Please, let's go to Exodus chapter 19 verse 5. This is what God told them. You shall be a special treasure to me. Say Amen. He's, he, he's also talking about you, talking to you. All the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him. Amen. He's talking about you also. You shall be a special treasure to me above all people. For all the earth is mine. <laughs> it's beautiful, right? Yes. You shall be a special treasure. God says to me, for all the earth is mine. Please, let's look at one more scripture from Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2. This is what God is saying again to us. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. And the Lord has chosen you to be a people for himself. Say amen. (laughs) A special treasure. So God has chosen you to be a special treasure to himself. You know, when you look at Joshua and Caleb, when you look at them, they had a revelation of their preciousness in God's eyes. They said, Numbers 14 verse 8, they said, because God delights in us, the land is as good as ours. The reason why we have this short meeting, the reason why for this broadcast is that so this very well so that we will know our preciousness in our father's eyes we should know our preciousness in god's eyes too david had the same revelation this is what david said in psalms 18 verse 19 he delivered me because he delighted in me The same thing is true with every victorious Christian today. They have the same revelation. 
they know that God delights in them. Say this with me. Say, God delights in me. I am precious to God. And I'm a special treasure to God. We cannot fail because we are precious to the Lord. Hallelujah. Please lift up your voices and begin to thank the Lord right now, wherever you are. Just thank Him and worship Him. Thank Him and worship Him. Wherever you are, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for giving up your Son, Jesus Christ, for my sins. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord over my life from today. I receive your eternal life into my spirit now and I receive your Holy Spirit. I ask him to come and live in me now in the name of Jesus Christ. If you pray that prayer, congratulations. You're a child of God now and God sees you as a son or daughter. God bless you. I want to pray a prayer for you right now. Now, be the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep. Make you complete in every good work. Make you perfect in every way to do his will. Working in you what is well pleasing in his sight. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for downloading this podcast. If you were helped in any way by this episode, please give us your review and subscribe to receive latest messages like these. If you want to contact us on a personal level, please send us an email to the email address in the description below. We would love to hear from you. Keep on hearing and keep on growing. And remember that God is your Father. Stay tuned for the next episode.